0: Welcome to Man Overboard Fitty, ain't nothing but a number yo, with your host Language Barrel. Sponsored by the Wolf's Pack, America's by invitation only men's friendship support and networking group, where the one become many and the many become one. Here, they put the man back in (laughs) human. Too, Hello everyone, welcome to the latest episode of Man Overboard Fitty ain't nothing but a number yo. I'm your host Language Barrel, and as typical with the format of this show, we first start off with graduate school, then we talk a little bit about the dating situation, we dab a little bit in dating. Next up we talk about any business or just general projects that we're currently working on. Travel, if there's any travel involved or any upcoming travel. We also talk about health and fitness. Lastly, we close the program out with some words of wisdom and a little bit of funk music or whatever type of music we deem appropriate for that particular episode. So if you're ready, buckle up and let's get this party started. Okay, so first up we're gonna talk about graduate school. As I mentioned in the previous my previous podcast, for my previous semester, which would be summer one, I had enrolled in financial management for managers, which is a prerequisite for my MBA program. And also I had enrolled in fundamentals of economics. Now the school doesn't generally recommend that you take two Uh, courses at the same time just because of the amount of work that's required but since one uh, since only one of the courses was actually a prerequisite and the other one was a fundamental course i got the approval so i'm at the end of the recording period for the summer one and i ended up passing both courses the fundamental course only requires a 70 but it's a pass fail so i I passed that course the second course which is a prerequisite the financial management for managers it actually they encourage you to have a b because you're required to maintain a b average in the mba program i don't think i got a b for that particular course um, but my overall grade was high enough that it should allow me to continue or to still have a b for the course up next in the financial in summer semester two i'm enrolled in economics analysis for management That would be my last course required for my MBA, and the completion of that would be around in August, and that would complete my MBA program. So I'm really looking forward to that. I'm gonna study like and prepare like my life depends on it because I have no desire at all whatsoever to repeat uh, that course or any other course in this um, Masters of Business Administration program. So all things being equal, I should be done before the fall semester. All right, next up, we're going to talk a little bit about dating. As I mentioned in the previous podcast, I was doing some online dating, but uh, for me, that ended up being more of a scam than any actual dating experience. And so I had actually contracted a matchmaker in Bogota, Colombia. My membership was anywhere from a 1, thousand twelve hundred to twenty four for a typical membership. Uh, I'm a little concerned, well, I shouldn't say concerned. I, I actually, one of the requirements is that you submit at least half the payment when you first sign up. So I sent the check for $1,000 or actually my credit card for $1,000 and haven't really kind of heard from them since. <laughs> so I don't know if that's a good sign or bad sign. I know that when I had talked to him Previously, they had mentioned that they generally don't get engaged until like one to two weeks before you arrive because then they can start working on matches for your arrival. So we'll have to see. We'll have to see. I'm committed at least to $1,000 for this matchmaker. I think I would still owe approximately 600 but uh, we'll start to see what happens as I get closer to my departure date. So I finish up graduate school around the 16th of August, and I'm scheduled to go to Bogota Colombia for three weeks from starting from the 22nd and getting back sometime around the 10th or 11th. So we'll just have to keep our fingers crossed and see what happens. I'm strongly leaning towards unless the, I find some a match down there. This may be my last trip to Colombia for some time because I know that I'm gonna relocate to Europe when I retire so I may start investing a little bit more time in trips to Europe to see where I ultimately want to land I've narrowed it down to three countries, which would be Portugal, France, and Spain. I'm leaning very heavily towards uh, Spain, somewhere around the Mediterranean coast, but I like the property values and uh, I'm also looking to start a small restaurant, kind of a bar, and that seems to be more conducive in the Normandy area in France. So those are, those are kind of where my options are. And so that's what I'm uh, kind of looking at from a long-term perspective. Again, I would have four years before I could retire because my daughter's in high school and I would not be able to relocate until she's finished high school. The plan would be that she could either come go to college in Europe or stay here with her mother and go to college stateside. But that's kind of it for the dating program. Next, we're gonna talk about projects. I mentioned in the previous podcast, I was working on steps in my garden. That's turned out to be a major project. I'm probably going to hire that out. I also would need to have the fence completed. Right now, the fence encompasses about two-thirds of the property, so I would need to have that completed to fully enclose the backyard prior to putting the house on the market. I think I mentioned in the previous podcast, I'm very strongly planning on relocating from the Washington, D.C. area to the Virginia area. And again, that would happen either at the close of 2022 or at the beginning of 2023. Uh, One of the other things that I had to do recently is I had to replace the awning. I have a two story house, I had to replace the awning on the second story. That was pretty involved. Uh, It turns out that the material on the retractable awning had deteriorated based on sun and weather. So I had to climb up on a 20 foot ladder to remove the awning uh, mechanism and then swap out the old awning fabric for the new awning fabric fabric lastly the last project up was uh, deer netting I have a, a two I have a tier garden in the front of my house property which the deers uh, seem to like very much they don't care very much to eat the weeds and all the grass that I have to pluck out of the yard but they really love the flowers so I had to use deer netting to block off the flowers and the plants and shrubs that I don't want them to eat So that was pretty involved, but that currently is finished. Next up, we're gonna talk about health. During the previous month, I had a physical exam where they did a digital uh, prostate exam, which I was told by the physician, my new physician, that they no longer recommend digital prostate exams, which I know most men will be happy to hear because uh, most men are a little squeamish about having someone insert a finger in their rectum as they palpate for uh the size of the prostate, which is just somewhere close to the pubic bone in, in men. I reported from my physician that I did have a slightly elevated Uh, PSA, which is a blood test for possible enlarged prostate. Uh, He also noted during the exam that my prostate also appeared to be somewhat enlarged. Uh, My new doctor recommended that I actually try some exercise and modify my diet before deciding whether they would actually put me on a prostate medication. Okay, so up next, uh, along the same lines in this health, I actually started following a Dr. Eric Berg on YouTube. Uh, I don't even know how I found this guy uh, one of the things proponents of his uh, his whole theory of medical care is that a lot of people consume way too many carbohydrates which in essence causes their insulin uh, turns the carbohydrates into glucose which is in the blood system and because that glucose is not used it can ultimately be converted to fat which can either be stored in the liver or stored in other organs around the body. Uh, because once the, the liver reaches saturation point for the storage of lipids, uh, it actually just flows over, and it, the fat is just stored in other places. One of his recommendations is that you would drink a glass of water before each meal with a tablespoon of vinegar. Now, I had heard about this whole uh, concept of vinegar as a weight loss mechanism. Never could figure out, you know, how what was the mechanism of action, how it actually worked, but. Uh, anecdotally or anyway I've been doing it two days and I have noticed that the glass of water with vinegar prior to meals does help to reduce uh, my appetite and also reduces my cravings for carbohydrate actually convert to simple sugars which can be stored in the body as fat if you don't uh, burn them up as glucose and so I'm on day two um, uh, so I guess We'll have to see in the long run how this works. But one of the things he did say was that if you uh, if you're attempting to drink it and you uh, you can't drink it or your body, uh, for some reason, you just reject uh, this water in vinegar. It's probably because your body doesn't need it. In other words, it's probably because you don't have a problem with excess carbohydrates, which uh, manifests itself as um, subcutaneous fat. Mean that um, you're just carrying too much weight. So we'll have to see. Uh, I've also, this was prior to watching, following Dr. Burke, but I've actually, I actually decided based on my physical exam where they said I was pre-diabetic, meaning that my A1C or one of the markers for glucose in my blood was actually pretty elevated. So as a result of that, I had uh, may I had really cutting down on any type of foods or drinks that have, have a high fructose or, or corn syrup content. And you would be surprised that when you start looking at the labels, especially in America here, how many foods either have high fructose or high corn syrup. And just about any soft drink you drink will have that. And Any sweetener, any cookies and candy they, in, in the U.S., you're going to find that as a significant ingredient. Now, if I drink sodas, I actually drink sodas out of Latin America because they still use regular cane sugar. So if I do have the urge to drink soda, I'll drink something that's usually made in Latin America, like Jarrito or some other soft drink that's not made in the U.S. Okay, so gym membership. Oh, my God. It's been so long since we've done one of these that we're just trying to catch up on all the things. So the gym membership, as I mentioned previously, I was going five days a week at first. Then it got cut down to three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Then I got... COVID-like symptoms. I didn't test positive for COVID, but I had COVID-like symptoms for about a month and ended up quarantining myself in the house for about a month. And so I hadn't been to the gym for about a month. And then I found an outdoor gym slash exercise uh, facility in one of the parks close to where I live. So I started doing that three days a week. And now I've switched to another regimen. There was this exercise regime I saw on YouTube, it's supposedly five minutes or a 45 minute workout. And it consists of the jog shuttle, which is a basketball type exercise where you move side to side. Then it includes flutter kicks. It would include burpees, jumping jacks, uh, high knee lifts. And I forget what the other one is, six exercises. And you're supposed to do them 40 seconds each. So I haven't been able to do each, any one of them for 40 seconds. And you take like a 15 second break between them. So it's pretty intense, and so we'll have to see how that goes. I also still do jump rope, I jump rope, and now I'm going back to doing uh, or planking to see where I stand to Im- improve my overall core health and core strength. As typically with the closing of my podcast, family, I like to leave you with a little words of wisdom, and it goes a little something not there. Ooh, 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 ooh. Henry Wadsworth Longfellow, The Rainy Day. My life is cold and dark and dreary. It rains and the wind is never weary. My thoughts still cling to the moldering past. But the hopes of youth fall thick in the blast, And the days are dark and dreary. Be still, sad heart, and cease repining. Behind the clouds is the sun still shining. Thy fate is the common fate of all. Into each life, some rain must fall. Some days must be dark and dreary. every <laughs> day. She found a way out of the window to sneak out late. She used to meet me on night side in the city with a sun, on I And every day you know that we ride through the back streets of a blue.